welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast on a Wednesday, which is a bit surreal. But yeah, welcome. It's your boy, Davy Lips. And once again, my man, Gio. How you doing, sir? I'm going to piss everybody off and just say it. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to. I, yeah. It was. It was. Like, yeah, it was bad. It, it was not very good. Okay. The title matches were okay, but the rest was pretty trash. Um, yeah, the rest was pretty trash. I, I watched it and I was thinking, this is not, it's not good. It was just bang average. There was flashes of, of greatness. I think, you know, the, the Rosa uh, Shielder match, Shielder match was good. Um, I thought it was really, really good. Uh, best women's match that I've seen out of AEW. Um, but other than that, well, there was not really much that stood out. Like the tooth and nail match that started it. I mean... Come on. No, no. You, you're, you're, you're overlooking the best shooting star press ever. <laughs> uh, I, I actually popped. I'm like, oh, cool. Matt Seidel. And he just slipped and nearly broke his neck. <laughs> what was he doing? Like, he saved himself from breaking his neck. Like, he did. He did save himself, but. The thing is, like I said to someone, can you imagine if that had been a WWE pay-per-view? So we had that in the Casino Royale. So we had like a two for nail match. And then we had like Jurassic Express Young Bucks. And it was, uh, it was good, but uh, nothing that we haven't seen. Then we had that Matt Seidel thing in the Casino Battle Royale, um, which I thought was the right winner. I think they should put the title on Archer. If they're going to take it off Moxley at all, it should be Archer, myself. Because I was we were talking with somebody else. Like, he would be the one I would be worried well, about. Didn't they, do Archer, didn't they do Archer and Moxley already? Uh, no. That was Cage. Wasn't it? Brian Cage. I, think. I feel like Archer... Uh, Archer. Oh, no. Maybe it's more for the TNT title. Yeah, it was against uh, I feel Rose. like I was... Really mad when he first came in because they like screwed him up big time. Yeah, by losing to Rhodes like he did. And I just feel like Archer would be one who's very, very talented that he would be one yeah, to leave, you know? Like if WWE pro. went calling, it wouldn't be a shock that he'd go there, you know? Um but he won the battle royal. Um I'm, I'm big shout out, Jungle Boy is actually really good as well. Like he is really good. Um he is really good. But yeah, Archer won the Battle Royal and then then Matt Hardy, Sammy Gareva. This now this was the most controversial thing on the show, this Matt Hardy thing. Um so basically it was like broken rules, which is basically a last man standing match. Yeah. And yeah. Matt took a hell of a bump off that small scaffolding, completely missed the table, and you could see it was bad. And the ref threw up the X pretty quick. I think they did two in the end, didn't they? Like two X's. Um, And then they continued. Not completely out. He was out. And like Sammy Guevara was trying to pick him up. He couldn't even stand. Like he couldn't even stand. And they opted to continue. Like, oh, and it was just awful. Like, and I just, I, I went on Twitter and people like, they were trying to justify it and they were, you know, someone even come back at me with, 
Vince carried on a whole show when Owen Hart died. And I'm like, yeah. And he got hated for it. Like, no one's saying that it was the right thing to do back then. Like, Tony Khan and this doctor have, have messed Only up. Only other time I've seen anybody, like, legit get knocked out like that was Jake the Snake and Ricky Steamboat. And it was, like, the first time he ever did a DDT on the floor. And he really didn't even want to do that. And I think Ricky Steamboat told him, like, hey, just go for it. And he completely, like, bounced off the steps. Like, he bounced off the concrete and was wow. out. And Jake just rolled him in and pinned him. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because he was out, out. Like, and, like, I think one of the other ones, when Enzo Amore knocked himself out on the bottom rope. Do you remember? <laughs> Against the Vaud oh, Villains, was it? I mean, he was out as well. Like, he was. Oh, God. Yeah, he was he was gone too, but Matt Hardy oh, was worse no. than that. Um, it was just a really bad look because, like, they opted to continue, which was a bad decision. And then if it was a work, it was also a really bad look because everyone could see that Matt Hardy was messed, and they rushed to finish. Well, yeah, it was just the whole thing. Was I so get, bad. I get why they panicked because they broke themselves into a corner. Was it being that if he had lost, he would have been out of AEW? Yeah, they. I mean, but they could have just, I don't know, like voided it. Like, because he was out. Like, it was, you know, and then uh, obviously his wife went onto Twitter and she had plenty to say. Sorry. I also remember Shane McMahon getting knocked out by Roman Reigns. That was oh, yeah. 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 That nasty spear in like the middle of the air. God, yeah, there, that was a nasty one. Yeah, Shane was out. Shane's taken some beatings, any he, over the years. Good Lord. Like, he was basically out during that Kurt Angle match, like the king of the ring. <laughs> I think that ended. I don't uh, think either man see, could stand. People shit, people, like, crap on him. They're like, oh, why, why is he getting a push? Or why is he back? Like, I remember last year, whatever, when he was, like, getting the super best in the world over hype push. And I was like, if any of the McMahons deserve a title run or were to deserve anything, it would have been this dude. Because like it or not, he's the only one out of them that's taking legit bumps. Legit. Like, when you think over the years, like, the ambulance match with Kane took a beating. All the stuff with Steve Blackman, like, took a beating. Steve Blackman beat him up and down for, like, three months. <laughs> You know, like Shane's been in some bangers stuff with Big Show when he was Simba. <laughs> Test. Test. You know, like Shane's put his body out there like many, many times. Like even the match he had with Vince, you know, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a crazy match. But yeah, like, yeah, it was just a bad decision. And as I was trying to explain, like, no one can defend what they did there, AEW. Like, can you imagine the heat that Vince would be getting if they had decided to do that? Like, how you could ignore two ref X's? I have no idea. But the whole thing was really, really bad. That Matt Hardy thing was really bad. And then, um, then there was the women's match, which I have to say, Sheeta and, and Thunder Rosa, yeah. Um, I just... The booking of the women is, is terrible. Like, the match was good, but Thunder Rosa is NWA. You know? Like, it, ha it took them to bring in somebody else's champion. 
to get anywhere, you know? Like, and just, they book their women so bad. Like, they really have not figured out the women's division at all. Um, but it was a really, really good match. They told a really, Honestly, really good story. They need, a fe- they need the female equivalent to a Moxley jumping in the female division for it to, like, really take off. Yeah, yeah. They need, uh, like, TNA, like, what they do. You know, they need the four horsewomen. They need a big signing. They need someone to come in. Or, or they just need to book it better because there are some talented women on the roster. Like, they haven't not got talented women. Just, I don't get their booking. Like, their booking is atrocious. But it was a really good match. I don't want to put aside, like, those two put on a hell of a match. But I just, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get it at all. Um... Uh, then it was uh, Dark Order. Dark Order versus uh, Matt Cardona and the Natural Nightmares and Scorpio Sky, I think it was. Yeah, okay, it was my first, the first thing I legit passed about was I think Zack Ryder tweeted as everything was going on and was like, this is not a good night for Matt right now. Please wish me luck. <laughs> oh, no. See, I'm not... At the moment, I'm not really interested in anything by Dark Order if Anna Jay isn't involved. I like Anna Jay. I'm a big fan. Um, and at the minute, I'm just... I'm, but are they, like, yeah. already teasing a split? I think they're going to have to. That Dark Order thing's just not worked. I don't think it's worked. At all. Like, are they... Is that what they're doing? Because, like... He's, like, beating up... Like, he yelled at uh, Cabana, and then, like, Uno stayed with him. They're going to split them like Wolfpack NWO, yeah. <laughs> dark Order Red and Dark Order White. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just... And this match just... I, there wasn't enough Scorpio Sky. To be fair, Brody Lee didn't do too much. The focus seemed to be it was like Grayson and Uno against the Natural Nightmares. And if that was going to be it, that could have just been booked as a pre-show match for me. I just... um, I don't know. Unless it's just going to be against Colt Cabana. Why wasn't he defending his TNT title at the pay-per-view? Isn't it supposed to be a television title? Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought. Like, if they they could have done Grayson and Uno against Natural Nightmares on the pre-show and had Brody Lee defending the TNT. Like, I don't understand. They could have done the Dustin match on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have. Um... So I don't know. Like it wasn't. It wasn't very good. Like again, that wasn't very good. Um, and then again, another tag match, but Kenny Omega and and Hangman Page against um, FTR. <sighs> it was good. It just it was it dragged at points. You know, it was dull at points. I'm really over the Page Omega thing. You know, like I'm I'm kind of over it. Um. Official, like he's on his own now. I don't know because he left him in the ring without helping him, and he wanted the, the young backs just to get in the car. And they said no. I mean, he's been teasing some of the cleaner stuff, hasn't he? Like a little bit. Um, so I'm why assuming. Would young, why would the young bucks care? Because they like abandoned him the other week. Yeah. See, I just like that. I I feel like they're trying to drag this story out, this Page Omega thing, without really without really th- knowing where they're going to take it. Like, I think they just, they need to do more with Omega. Like, Omega is a star. Like, he is so good. 
and he's just wasted in these things. I, and I don't think he's enjoying it anymore. You know, I don't feel like he's enjoying it. And it's coming across like this is his first run through America and stuff. And he's just kind of mid card tag talent. Bud watched since last year when he did that match with Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They had that and everyone's like, ah. And then he's just been stuck in this page thing that just seems to be going on and on and on longer than the Bailey Banks thing, which props to Bailey as well. That that was quite a beating she dished out on Sasha, I have to say. Just to put it out there, like, wow, they hit the switch on that and they hit it good. Um, but yeah, like, again, just average. Um, then the Jericho Cassidy thing. It was fun. It was fun. I don't have much to say about it because, yeah, I don't have much to say about that match because it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, you know? It was well, right. I know it was Jericho's idea because he tweeted out, like, the blueprints of it that he had made weeks ago that he showed, that he, he sent over to Tony Khan to make it a reality. The thing is, like, it's a big win for Cassidy. And I think... um. What Jericho does for, like, wrestling, like, he can put people over. Like, there's got to be a shout-out, like, for Jericho. As much as the man that has an ego, what he gives to, like, up-and-coming talent and to wrestling business as a whole over the years, nothing short of spectacular. Like, Jericho is one of the best ever, you know? One of the best ever for me because he takes his, he takes his bumps, man, he takes he the losses. Man, clean out of media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at Mania, he put Fandango over, you know? Like, and that's just that's what Jericho does for me. Like, uh, I just, yeah, there's no no one like Jericho because, as I say, I mean, he's he done his thing at the pay-per-view. He'll do his thing always. I think, you know, he's just, he's one of a kind, and he's one of a kind. But again, the match wasn't amazing. Um, yeah. Dumped into a vat of mimosa. Just... <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, and then it was the main event John Moxley, MJF and neither man had lost um, yeah it wasn't that great was it no as in it's a horrible decision that Moxley killed the champ because it should have been MJF's time thing is I think once Lance Archer had won the battle royal I think it was obvious that MJF wasn't going to win because MJF Archer there would be no way. So I think that problem was is that any drama of the match got sucked out of it by having Lance Archer win. You know, because then at that point, you know they're not going to do an MJF Archer role um, for me. And I think that's what the problem was. I was going into it like, well, Moxley's won, you know, um, because they're not going to do MJF Archer. And it's just a shame for MJF because he was on a roll, My you know. Is is that every AEW champion right now, including the Battle Royal winner, is a WWE superstar. Indeed. Indeed. Except the women's champ. The women's champ is the only one that's not on a WWE superstar. Brody Lee, yeah, Revival, Moxley. And that, that's just not... This is what I, I keep saying. This is just WCW TNA all over again. You know? Like, stop... I don't know. Yeah, build your own stars. This is the trouble. They have Jungle Boys. They got yeah. horses. They have MJFs and Wardrobes. Yeah. 
got Omega. Like they could easily have like <coughs> Jungle Express as tag team. MJF is TV champ. Kenny Omega is main champ, and it would be something different. Why you know? are Zen and Ortiz not the tag team champion? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they must have cost a fair bit to get them, and what are they doing? Like they're not doing anything. So I don't Why know. They need to. A tag team champions. Yeah. Yeah. But no, of course, it's the revival, isn't it? Who haven't even officially got like a real contract, have they? It's like a part time sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. It was, um, it wasn't a very good show. It was bang average. As I say, there's a couple of matches that say they're trying to show that they can book them better than WWE, but you're ruining your talent. Yeah. And that has always been the problem with everyone that comes in trying to make a new wrestling promotion. They do the same damn thing. You know? They do the same damn thing. Um, just ruin their talent. I mean, ruin their talent. But as I say, I mean, there were some flashes of good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. It was, uh, it was all right. It was all right. Um, then that moved on. So the WWE moved on to Raw. Obviously, big shout out to the SmackDown thing with the Bailey and, and Banks. Um, they finally did the split. Banks got beat yes, the hell yes. down. Like, so I'm guessing she's already been made favorite for the Rumble. I mean, is she? Do you think they'll just keep her off TV till the Rumble now yeah. and just really heal up Bailey? I, I mean, that's the ride off until the Rumble. Yeah. Bring her back at the Rumble. Um, because she'll get a good pop then, because she would have been off TV so long. Because um, now, obviously, they're going to commit to try and make Sasha a face, and I'm, I don't like Sasha as a face, but you can't stop Bailey being a heel at the minute. She is so good, you know? Um, she is so good. Um, right, on to Raw. Now, this is what I want to get to, because, you know, BDC. <laughs> I even took over the Mouthpiece Wrestling Twitter and tweeted out about Beatdown Clan, I'm her a, business. I'm about to check the password <laughs> off here. Um, Raw started um, with uh, Randy Orton coming out. Um, it'll be Orton McIntyre is set if Drew McIntyre recovers in time, is what they were saying. Um, we got Keith Lee versus Randy Orton again. And then, uh, at first... I thought it was Scott Steiner was coming. <laughs> but it was just an ambulance. I was like, oh my God, it's Big Papa Pub. But no, it was Drew driving an ambulance. Um, I'm guessing he stole it. I don't know. But um, Drew came in. Claymore to Orton. Refs come my out. My call is, is this going to, they're going to change it to a stipulation. It's going to be an ambulance match. My guess. Yeah, that was my guess. That, do, do you think with the way they're booking Lee? Do you think they have Orton win it and then go with Lee? Do you think they use Orton as like a transition to save Lee McIntyre for later? They could. I mean, because they really seem hot on Keith Lee, you know? Um, and you could use Orton. Because I, I still say like this run, he probably does deserve a title run. And they could use him as like the bit in between and then build for maybe McIntyre Lee at WrestleMania. But is where my head was going because Keith Lee's very much in amongst the conversation um, because he's always chatting about Drew or, or Randy or something. Um, 
but yeah, so Drew was not arrested for stealing an ambulance, but he was obviously talking. Then we got a little bit of MVP stuff and we led into match one, finally a bit of wrestling, which was the hurt business of Lashley, MVP and Benjamin against Apollo, Cedric and Ricochet. Um, first off, how nice to see Shelton Benjamin hit pay dirt. <laughs> like, I haven't seen him do pay dirt in a long time, it feels like. He's been back forever. No, I haven't seen him do pay dirt. Um, but basically, Cedric turned heel, joined the Hurt Business. Bring back the overdrive, brother. <laughs> Bring back getting super kicked off the top rope by Shawn Michaels. Oh, Lord. No, oh, I'm Lord. Bring back the playmaker. Playmaker. The, the old overdrive. They gave that to everybody who started out their first year. Your first year of wrestling, it was always, yeah, you get the overdrive. Randy Orton had it. A couple of people had it. It's the worst move ever. Yeah, because like the first computer game Randy Orton was in, wasn't it? He, it? That's the move he had in that. I remember nailing that so many times. Never getting a three. Even the computer games was like, nah, <laughs> that's not a finisher. <laughs> so what do you think of Cedric being the one to turn here? I thought it was going to be a swerve and we are going to get a ricochet heel turn. Yeah. And I think maybe of the two, Ricochet needed it a bit more, but... Yeah, Cedric obviously took the low-key role of Beatdown Clan, or Hurt Business, sorry. Just need Samoa Joe. Get Samoa Joe, and I'm set. I'm set for life. Um, I thought it was a good match. It happened. Um, so Cedric is, is in. Cedric is heel. He needs to work on his mic ability for me a little bit, but I guess that he's got MVP. Um, but it's quite a group MVP's putting together there, you know? Quite a group. Um, so excited to see what they go with that. Um, and then again, we get Gaza and Andre versus the Street Profits. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I'm tired of seeing it, but... Um, I'm guessing that they've they've done the breakup now, because um, Gaza just left, um, and then the big spinebuster. I mean, Dawkins does hit a good spinebuster. I'm not really a big fan of Dawkins, but he does hit a good spinebuster. Uh, and then the frog splash, and then um, it was meant to be three, was it? But the ref didn't do it or something. Did you see at the end? It was a bit of a mess up. Like he only hit two, and he stopped. But they won anyway. So I don't know. I don't know what was happening there. Because he didn't actually hit the three. Um, or something about that. Um, yeah. And then Cesaro appeared. Cesaro and Shinsuke looked quite smart. Um, and I wonder. And Cole was like about the Brad to Brad Invitational. That we haven't heard of since. You know. Drew mentioned it to fight Corbin. Um, and they basically made... A challenge to the profits for next week. Now, do you think this is slow build to Survivor Series, or do you think they might be making one tag division? No, they're not going to make one tag division. You think they'll keep it split? Yeah. So I'm guessing it's a slow build to Survivor Series, maybe. But um, I'm interested to see. I was. I, I think you know it was good to see. It was a nice little moment. Um, My problem is. is if that's where they're going with it, who's 
who's the general, like, there's, there's no general managers to be like, go Team Raw, go Team SmackDown. What is Adam Pierce going to be the guy to be like, go SmackDown? Adam Pierce for SmackDown GM, hell yeah. Yeah, listen, he's, he's this poor man is like the defective commissioner right now. <laughs> he's got a big contract, he's got to keep Roman in line. Mm. Well, they need to do something on Raw because, like, I mean, Pritchard so, is now solely like, SmackDown, isn't he? So, like, no one is actually is running be Raw. MVP's team versus Adam Pierce's team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, like, what they're going to do. I just, yeah, because, like, even, even behind the scenes, like, Vince didn't even see the script until he was flying to the Thunderdome. And because they hadn't actually finished writing it, because there's no there's no lead of creative at the minute, you know. Um, yeah. Pritchard is solely SmackDown. They need to replace Heyman. Like, if you're not going to have Heyman, you've 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 got to you've got to put someone in that slot. Now, I read that it was going to be Shane. I read that Edge is doing some bits and pieces, but they need to um, they need to make a decision because it's quite noticeable. Um, Give me Commissioner Foley. Yeah, or Commissioner Shawn Michaels. Remember when Shawn Michaels did it too? That... Oh my God, he had that. He had like the beard and like little yeah. cowboy hat. And, you know, and it was just like, a really Rrr. weird time. It was a really weird But like, he period. never was continuously there. He would only randomly show up. Like, people forgot he was even commissioner. And then he showed up at WrestleMania and was just like, Mick Foley's the rest. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Commissioner Regal was the best, all right? Yeah, yeah, Regal, yeah. And look what he's done at NXT. I mean, just been amazing. The man had a, I loved him as the raw, like, general manager guy. Yeah. I like the general manager bits. It's just, I, I think they need he'd to always do like, something. Like, he'd always accidentally misspell their names. He'd be like, you manga. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fight Triple H. Yeah, William Regal was always cut out for that role. Um, and then there was announced that Owens and Alistair Black were going to be in Raw Underground. Now, I didn't understand that. Why are they? Why? Like, why would you announce that? It doesn't really have a reason. Um, our, there was a scene with R Truth at dinner with his 24 7 title. <laughs> and as he lifted up the lid for the dessert, there was a ninja. <laughs> Just like, oh my God. <laughs> Ah, see that I have to say that last week's probably been a while since I've laughed at a twenty four seven segment, but I actually thought it was quite funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, our truth makes that division. Yes, I mean, I think it is just for our truth stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, and then we had the iconic, well, they're not the iconics, Peyton Royce versus the, what was she, the, the Femme Fatale with Kay as, like, like, she's got bat wings or something. I don't know what but they were. But then why are they, they're, like, still friends with each other? Yeah. Um, but they had a match, and uh, Royce hit a pretty decent jumping kick and then a spinning net raker, and like, Peyton, Peyton Royce got the win. That's but, yeah. my thing, is they're still, like, buddy-buddy friends. Yeah. There was a little bit argued at the beginning, like who lost for each other. Um, but then at the end, she sort of picked her up, uh, gave her a hug, and 
you know it was a bit weird it seemed a bit the whole thing has seemed a bit rushed like this whole iconic storyline you know splitting them up but i don't know maybe like, just take him my off problem TV is there's and, no heel there's no face they're kind of just both like ah we can't team anymore but we're still friends yeah there's not been any reason to split them up um which i don't understand you know i, I just don't understand it i mean really k did say like in an interview that you know i think we eventually wanted to do some sort of singles career um about evolving who they are um and stuff you know she just wanted to uh i mean i get they probably didn't want to take anything away from the banks and sasha breakup but but i just feel like iconics you know they've been together a long long time and they're known as a, a team you know it just could have used a bit more build it just all felt a bit rushed um but i think it's a big push for peyton royce coming um i do i do think she's gonna get an attempt at a push um and uh then there was oh the mysterio family were backstage there was there was loads of them there was like four wasn't it like there's um, only one La familia and that's travel guerrero the edge <laughs> the edgeheads bam nearly an edge dang it <laughs> yeah la familia <laughs> That's um, why I heard was Familia, and I was like, no, that was a SmackDown stable with, like, Edge and Chavo and the Edgeheads and some weird dude named Bam Neely. Yeah, who was he? He was just some guy they found from FCW. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Um, they had a they had a big segment, though, with, like, uh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy, the Mysterio family. Um... It was it was good. I like that they've moved away from Seth. I'm hoping that you know Murphy can be like the Dom's you know face. Uh, there was a street fight tonight. Murphy like made and and Murphy asked for the family to be ringside, and it was pretty good. I have to say it was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then it moved on. Oscar and Mickey James. So Oscar and Mickey James are fighting for the title, but they were teaming up against Lana and Natalia. Um, Lana needs to stop wrestling. Is all I got from that match. She's just not a wrestler, and you know it actually leads us on. Isn't Lana part of the reason of this? They can't do Twitch or stuff that started. Wasn't Lana? Okay. Bang. That was all. That was taken way out of context, and nobody really looked into it before reporting it. They're not allowed to use their WWE name. Which makes perfect sense. You know, it makes perfect sense. Like, why that is the WWE's property that they, they, they create, like, they, they, the characters. What they do is solo. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, and uh, yeah, I think it was a, the Bang Energy video that Lana did, which was basically just... See, I have another view. I think it was because... Dakota Kai does a lot of see, and I love Dakota Kai to death, but she does a lot of things with New Legacy, and I think she was on like one of their things for one of their don't like their big like charity streams, and like I think it was her and one of the somebody from A O oh, was her and Uno, and like I think that's kind of a thing. It's like Vince doesn't want people to be like, well, why are your guys there with their guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
True. I mean, she does a, she does a lot for charity and stuff, doesn't she? Like oh, she does a lot. It's a lot of the other guys do too, though. Like uh, Mansoor, Dane, they they run like their own channel too. I think it's like Mansoor, Killian, Dane. Like they're like the NXT up, up, down, down. <laughs> oh, it's Mansoor, Dane, Dakota Kai, and like Shane Thorne. Oh wow. Quite a lot. Um, a lot of tapped anyway. It was, uh, yeah. and then, and then there's poor AJ Styles who's just like, so he I'm just not... talks too much. Like, but <laughs> you know, he does say a lot. Like, he does say a lot. I, I think he's partially to blame too because he's like, oh, I had COVID. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, I think, yeah, as you say, people blew it out of proportion because they have every right to stop them using their characters names you know like they have every right to do that that is their property and stuff um so yeah like i do understand it it does make sense if it's just that i mean Paige, obviously i mean she may have tweeted she tweeted like nope but then she changed her name on twitch immediately to soraya i can't watch Paige because i'm sorry to say it but if you're gonna force people to have to subscribe to you to even chat with you, mm. that right there is like, ugh. Yeah, it's too much. Like it's just sub. Like it is total sellout streaming. Like, and it's starting to rub off a bit on Zelina Vega and what she does. You know that A to Z thing. I mean, they're just they're just massive sellouts. You know. Um, like, Which I get, they need to get paid. I truly but, like, understand wow. that do it. Like the dudes from up, 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 from up, up, down, down. They truly are like they love games. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't like. Sorry to say it, I don't see AJ Styles being a gamer. I really don't. Nah. But as you watch Adam Cole, Adam Cole is very much about the game. You know? Even though, like, they try to tout that off for, like, last year when they were, like, beat him in the Million Dollar Challenge. He's just like, I play wrestling games. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. But, yeah, like, but, as like, I said, the, the page ones, as you say, is really uncomfortable. Like, because it's just about subs. Like, how many you can get, like, nonstop. You know? It's um, relentless. Relentless. Um, but yeah, so obviously they've got 30 days to change their names to real names and other bits and pieces and to get themselves together on it. Most of them don't use their, their wrestling names, I don't think. Not really. There's but, not many. Like, like up, up, down, down. They use, they, they use their, like their own type of nicknames that they call each other, like Breezy and all that. Yeah. Like, heck, you wouldn't even know Corbin's on there at the time because Corbin doesn't go by his name. No, he doesn't. It's a completely separate thing. Um, but, yeah, I think it was more pointing fingers at, like, Lana and, and like, Paige. Like, they she also uses think they are so. going on Rusev's thing and, you know, when he's not even contracted anymore. Yeah. But he doesn't use Rusev either, does he? He's Miro. And... No, he's Miro or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe you can see what happens Again, in 30 days. Another like... one though, like, I've never seen Rusev as the type of guy that would sit down and play a video game. No. No, yeah. <laughs> I think it, it's just, you know, 
maybe they are just trying to get some extra money. Like Paige, maybe I do understand. She's not getting anything else, is she? But <laughs> can't use the wrestling names. You know, you can't feed your, you can't make your own money without them getting a cut of it if you're using their name. And that, from a business point of view, makes perfect sense. You know, um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, and then we got to see the Hurt Business again for the second time of the night. Um, but this time with Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders, for some reason, got added. And um, he got hurt. Got hurt. He got hurt bad. Um, he's done his neck or something, isn't he? Perfect. I haven't heard too much, but is he, is he, is he really hurt or? Ah, uh, you heard his cervix. Ah, um, but yeah, so Ivor, Ivor got really hurt. Uh, yeah, it's hurt his cervix. So we wish him, wish him well. I haven't heard too much about how bad it is. Um, but yeah, I, what I'm hoping that comes out of it is it's like a Ricochet Alexander feud. I think that should be the first feud because I think those two would have an amazing match, but. Um, we'd have to see. It's probably going to end up not being that, but I hope so. Um, is what it, I, I hope that's like the first part of Cedric. Um, Cedric does. He hits the Michinoku driver very well as well, by the way. But like, there is 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 Cedric Alexander actually with them? Because like I know Shelton was teasing like, oh, it's probably a double cross. Well, he had the shirt on, didn't he? he said I'm in. Said he wanted to earn and learn. I have to see. I hope so. I think it'll be good for Alexander to do that. I think he fits something that they could maybe add to that Hurt Business faction. Um, I think I agree with you that Ricochet might have been the better call. But I think it'll be good for Alexander. Good opportunity for him to to push himself. But as it stands, he's in. I mean, it could be a double cross. You never know. I can't see it. I think because Alexander's not really doing much else. Um, I guess i just i don't know man yeah yeah i don't know yeah we'll have to see i mean the way they've pushed the hurt business i think it will be real um so yeah it'll be interesting um it's just, i don't know dude yeah have to wait and see it might it might be it could be a double cross i can't see it myself because i think it's it's too good opportunity for Alexander to sort of reinvent himself a little bit. Um, or it could be that Rick, it is Ricochet and they do they do pull a double cross, but we'll see. As it stands, yeah, it's know. Alexander. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I hope that if it is the double cross, they at least let it go for a bit. Yeah. It's not just like a one and done, like, oh, we fooled you. Yeah, could be. I mean, it could be, could actually be, um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, then we moved on. There was a bit between Owens and and Shane backstage, which I thought was quite nice. Um, Shane said that their differences were like water under the bridge, and Owens said he wishes he could say it's nice to see Shane, but he's still a jackass. <laughs> um, I thought that was quite funny. Um, Ah, uh, the good old Shane and Owen rivalry. Yeah, it was quite fun. Um, but yeah, um, and that led into Orton Lee, which I thought was going to be the main event, but it, it wasn't. Um, again, it was just, it was a really good match. Um, yeah, well, how Orton is like 
helping Keith Lee is really, really good to see. Um, the initial, the, the way he got out of the RKO, that was awesome. Like, just couldn't pull him down. That was just, I loved that. I absolutely loved that. Um, <laughs> just ejected him. It was amazing. Um, but then Lee went for a splash elbow, and there was like a power slam, um, and then a kick out, RKO, and then pow, hit the Claymore. For me, easily match of the night. Um, it told the story well. I think Orton's still putting Lee over, even though he's in the thing with, with Drew. Yeah, I think it was really, really good. Um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. But um, And then there was the Raw Underground. Uh, Alistair Black was just destroying someone without his eye patch. So he must have a hell of a doctor like Rey Mysterio. Um, and... No, you can see. Rey, Rey has like a little eye hole in his mask. He doesn't have an eye. <laughs> just an eye hole. <laughs> well, Alistair Black doesn't see, need the patch obviously. anymore. So, um, Alistair Black was patchless. <laughs> and then Shayna Baszler beat the hell out of both um, uh, both Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan. But she got rolled up. Big win. Um, what is that? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know why they did it. Um, Unless they're just trying to really make this team hell no aspect thing of Shader and Naya, and this was a way to do that. But I just, it felt wrong. It felt wrong, that of them winning. I thought they were just being fed to Baszler to show how powerful she is, you know? Um, right, right. That's what I assumed. As the match was starting, I'm like, all right, just feed them to it. And then when Liv rolled her up and I was like, wait, what? What's just happened here? I don't know. It didn't feel that yeah. right. It didn't feel like the right thing to do to me, like at all. Um, but good for Riot and Morgan. Maybe they are going to be like serious contenders because they are the number one contenders, aren't they? So maybe they're just trying to make us think that they can be, they can be champs or something. Um, maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe that was just a tease to say, you know, they're going to go with the Nia Shayna thing and they could put the belts on the Riot squad. I mean, I mean, WWE have done crazier they have done crazier um but anyway then then um naya was fighting them um and then obviously retribution because i think the lights went out didn't they um yeah yes but didn't see anyone i don't think um yeah it was like a video package wasn't it it was weird like this was a weird well like this... somebody wrote it down and like Apparently, they could hear the voices, and I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it was weird. My like, argument is you're WWE not going to who they are, but left, they're not. Yeah. It was weird, like, because they said that they were left to, that guys were left to survive in an unfair world, and they were left to feed on the scraps of contempt. Yeah, and... it's further me thinking that it's, it's evolved with it being that there's an unfair world, meaning they don't have anywhere to go. Vince bought their place. Evolve. I think it's the Evolve guys. Yes. Because now that they have a logo and the ninja outfits um, seem a little tighter and it looks like now, okay, they're ready and they're going to go for it because that was like the first video package of it. The darkness of retribution will seep into the pores. Like, okay, okay. So now, now maybe we'll start to see some stuff and, you know, 
It's just yeah, Michael Cole the way he talks sometimes doesn't help new things. Oh you know? my! But yeah. Oh my! <laughs> he made him sound like there was some kind of skincare, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so proper video package. Now might be an interesting time to see what retribution come out like because. I yeah, I still think it's going to be all the evolved guys myself, um, but we'll have to wait and see. And then it was back to Raw Underground. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Why um, is they? Yeah. Why is it a to be continued? And I, they're that just sticking with the match though. Yeah, I. I, yeah, I who's this? I who's know. random dreadlock guy? Don't know. You know, um, yeah. I, I, he I, just I, all of a sudden knocks everybody out in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, exactly. So you? Owen's like a prized fighter and an MMA dude in a venue with no rules and no prize. And then the MMA dude and Owens are like demolished by a dude with no name and some weird haircut. Oh my God. I You just broke that back in my memory when they made him like, prize fighter Kevin yeah the prized fighter <laughs> he was like beating people up in the dungeon yeah, yeah. oh but yeah God. like so and I, I didn't get what was happening on raw underground um yes yeah, very strange very yeah, very that, strange like, really good match with uh juice robinson did have a good match owens is a real good talent i just the feud with black didn't need the raw underground bit, you know? Does that make yeah. sense? Like, it didn't need that raw underground bit. I, you know, those two have been fighting okay. So, I, I don't know. It was a, it was a bit strange. Because, like... I just... I don't dude know. Was, that dude with the weird haircut was absolutely demolished them. So Not how you help Alistair Black's heel turn. No. No, it's not. Not have him... Was he chokeslammed, pretty much? So yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, then there was a bit more shenanigans from Drew McIntyre beating up Randy Orton. Um, beat him up like three different times, you know. Stolen ambulance, couple of claymores. Yeah, it was yeah beating up. Um, and then the main event, which was Dominic against Buddy Murphy. Um, I I I absolutely loved the match. I think Buddy Murphy is great. I don't think he came out of it too bad. Um, right. I thought he. I thought him and Dominic could clearly have a good match. Um, I liked the Mysterio family getting in, and they got in and wailed out with some kendo sticks and stuff until the match was like stopped. Uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I, I thought it was really. Good. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Um, there wasn't much to keep me interested of raw though like three hours i think it's three hours i think it's too long you know i really do think raw right is way too long and i think that's what the problem is it could be good it just goes on so long like for us it starts at like 1 a.m finishes like quarter past four in the morning you know whereas before it used to be like three three thirty listen here i don't want to hear it. you guys got like pay-per-views and all that on one network we do. It is true. You guys had the, the the Sky Network where they played the pay per views for free, pretty much for you. Pretty much, 
pretty much you know it's it's not very much and it's all on the same channel and all the wrestling's on the same channel raw smackdown nxt it's all on the same channel here bt sports have got it all um so i guess okay i won't complain that it's early in the morning <laughs> um I, yeah that's still one of my like prized possessions is like i have like maybe two or three from the 1990s of like sky sports like pay-per-views where they just randomly would cut in for soccer mm-hmm. like they're like we're gonna hit the run i'm like i can't imagine like the u.s doing where they're just like we're gonna interrupt you right now we're gonna interrupt some SummerSlam 92 to bring you soccer scores. <laughs> and I'm like, are there, what is happening right now? <laughs> it's a very British thing to do. I mean, football is obviously our thing. Uh, but yeah, as I say, it's, now for it not to be on Sky as well, it's very surreal. Like, it's always been on Sky Sports, you know? Yeah. Um, they They just weren't happy with the pay-per-view income because of obviously well, the that's network. what it is, is since the networks come along it's very like it's not what it used to be and i even make it up all the time when people say oh, i don't watch I, i'm not watching anything new on the network i just watch the network so that i can watch nxt and i'm like well guess what your subscription count still goes towards the pay-per-view <clears throat> buy rate you're not teaching them anything yeah 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 no, yeah, exactly. No, you're not. Um, like, yeah. even though you're buying it just to watch NXT, you're still counted as a pay-per-view buyer. You don't have to watch it anymore to be considered a pay-per-view buyer. It's a genius idea. It is. No, you're right. You are right. It really, really is. Um, but it was a all-in-all good week. And obviously, we don't obviously get many opportunities to to react so quick to NXT. Um, but obviously last night NXT was on the Tuesday. It's about time. Yeah, I think I think it's the right choice. Because if Cross isn't out hugely long, having Finn hold the belt for a while while Cross comes back and then having Cross Balor, I can work with that. You know, I can I can get on board with that. Um I thought it was a really good match though. Like I'm guessing like we knew it would. Um yeah, they're, and they're the two longest reigning NXT champions ever, weren't they, going at it? Um, but I thought it was a really, really good match, and I think you're right. I think it's about time. I think it was a good choice. He can hold the belt while Cross is gone without upsetting too much stuff. Um, so, I yeah. I mean, Bally never officially lost the NXT title, so. Yeah, yeah. He loves NXT. He kind of just think, yeah. gave it up when he won on Raw. Yeah. And it was nice to see you know, Triple H congratulate him, some other wrestlers, even Adam Cole. Like, no, Triple H didn't congratulate him. Triple H did the sneaky sneak and gave him the old uh, board club salute. Yeah, an old too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs> Hit him up with a too sweet. Was oh, was Triple H, you sneaky sneak. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, but yeah. Uh, then some weirdness with um the gargano house about tegan knox they like to have dinner (laughs) okay they Um, they, they like they they like dinner i I guess so but 
I think I I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but we had that, and she was weird about bringing pizzas to my Yim's house a while back. I don't know. Johnny was questioning. It was a weird. It was a weird thing. And they're going to talk after the after a break and stuff. It was weird. Um. Then, so Ashanti Adonis, the Adonis. Yeah, it's Velveteen Dream squash match. Velveteen Dream wins in like a minute and a half, and then pow. Out comes Kushida. <laughs> Kushida runs out. Gets a bit of revenge on Dream for a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'll, I Whatever people hated on Velveteen Dream, I'll watch oh, Kushida. Okay. Dream. Okay. There, there, there you go. That'll be my rant for the week. Here we go. The dude, ha- there's no. And I don't care if it come off as being a supporter or whatever. But there's no full-on, full-blown, concrete evidence on the man. There's not. There's none. Yeah. So you can't, you can't hang this guy. You can't do it. No, you're right. There's, there's nothing that links him to anything. The only evidence there is is everything that's proven that it can be easily faked. Which is what he's claiming. You can go on right now. You can go on. You can go on the mouthpiece wrestling thing. And just be like, this is Gio speaking. I like the BDC. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean it was me. Well, exactly. So I tweeted that today. Like yesterday, as you know. And it could be anyone that had written that. They don't know if it's you. They don't know if it's Nick. They don't know if it's me. You know, you knew who it was because obviously you know my love for the BDC. But that's the point is I logged in and I tweeted as just the podcast and you're just going to have to try and guess if it's me, Gio, or somebody else, you know? And that's the point. That's why you cannot cannot prove it. There's nothing that links into any wrongdoing. No. And you see how quick WWE have moved on some of these. You know, I'm sorry, but some random dude on a Russo podcast doesn't give me enough evidence to be like, yeah, it's him. Yeah. I mean, you know, some dude goes on a Russo podcast and just says, we found a loophole that that sorry. Who are you? What are your credentials? Yeah. Found a loophole. Um, yeah. And and that's the thing. That's why it has to stop. Even though what the, you know, even though quote unquote, oh, there's a loophole and he can't be fired, it doesn't mean they have to use him. Yeah, and the thing is that they've moved really, really fast on all of the speaking out stuff. You know, Jack Gallagher went, yeah. Joe Devlin went. You know, they moved fast. If there was any doubt, they dealt with it. Like this, if you can't prove it, and it's not like. I mean, would they miss Velveteen Dream? Probably not that much. It's not like he's a massive star, you know? He's he's an up-and-comer. He needs a lot of work still. I can't imagine that they would go to bat for someone on a maybe, you know? Um, but yeah, he's innocent until... This is the argument I've had with all of the speaking out thing. Innocent until proven guilty, unless it's on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You know? Unless Twitter has decided... Actually, like, you're guilty, I've, you know? <laughs> like, I've made plenty of enemies the past few weeks over, like, my way of speaking about this. Because I'm like, right, 
y'all quick to call them this and that. But y'all got nothing on them. Yeah. And what if it is made up? You know? So, yeah, if you read the stuff out, the stuff doesn't read very good. But if you cannot prove it's him, you know, you can't you can't point fingers without knowing 100%. I mean, yeah, what? it does sound Triple bad. H and obviously some stuff is going on. Triple H is going on record and said, right, we, we looked into this and there's nothing going on. So that's the I'm end of it. I'm sorry to say it, but he's not worth them covering up. He's not. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, he's not... He's not even really the future, is he? I, I would put a lot of other younger guys ahead of Velveteen Dream. Um, a lot of guys. So I just... I don't think they would go to bat for him. Like they... Like people are saying that they are. For any any reason. Yeah, there's just no reason to do it. Um, so yeah, I think it does have to stop. If you can't prove it, you can't keep making the accusation, you know? You just can't. When you prove it, I'll happily go, okay, get rid of him. But if you can't prove it, like, as I say, you look at the speaking out thing. People have gone. Jack Gallagher's gone. You know, Devlin's gone. You know, they got rid of a couple of others, didn't they? Like, you know, things got made, made to happen. But, because there was proof, well, obviously. Devlin's not gone. Who? Devlin's still there. I thought they got rid of him. No. Who did they, who did they get rid of then? There was somebody They got else. rid of Gallagher and Beck. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Sorry. Sorry, Jordan. I was going to say, Devlin's still there because Devlin's, Devlin's on his, like, right now, when he comes back, he's going to be, they're going to do whatever they're doing with the Cruiserweight belt because they're, right now, uh, Fantasma's just the interim champion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm guessing there's going to be him and old Santos. That would be a good match. Like, I like the Phantasma thing that they're doing. Um, and obviously, Austin Theory was also back last night. It's Br Bronson Reed. He was back on SmackDown. Again, so, obviously, whatever it was that happened wasn't that bad because he's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theory back. Um and I actually thought him and Bronson Reed put on a really good match. I actually thought it was a really good match. Um, and also, I thought the the main event I wanted to touch on before we get to towards the end with the idiot. Um, the main the main event, the cage match with the weapons and stuff. Ooh, Mercedes Martinez is a beast, isn't she? Like, damn! I knew she was good. I didn't realize they were going to be so hot on her, though. You know. Yeah, like I, they booked her. Like I wasn't expecting her to be top tier NXT women. You know, like the match put on with Rhea though showed why. You know, I mean, I know Rhea got the win, but I thought it was absolutely brutal, and I thought it was a really, really good cage match. Is the one of my favorites. Like the last cage match I really enjoyed like that was. Do you remember? Was it Taboo Tuesday when it was Orton Ric Flair? Was it Orton Ric Flair? I think in a cage. Ooh, oh my god, one. that was brutal. I mean, that one is always sticks out. And the one that always really does cage match was Val Venus Rikishi for the Intercontinental title when Rikishi jumped off the top of a cage and just, like, killed Val Venus. <laughs> just, I'm just, I remember watching, like, oh, my God, he's going to oh, kill him. Isn't that the one where I hit him with a camera? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great pay-per-view, actually. But, yeah, Rikishi coming off the cage. It was a really good match, really good cage match. And I would put this that I saw last night 
up there. I thought it was a really, really good um, cage match. Okay. I I really enjoyed it. Um, the Gargano stuff was pretty lame. Um, but I thought overall it was good. I didn't like the Killian Dane Roderick strong match. I thought that was pretty dull, which is why we just kind of jumped over it because I didn't. I thought it was pretty dull. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I know this is going to sound weird, but maybe old uh, Undisputed Era has done its thing now. Uh, maybe they don't do another. Another. Like, I, I, I don't want to see Balor and Cole. I don't. I don't want to see that as a feud. No, I, I think it's time Adam Cole goes to Raw or SmackDown. SmackDown preferably. What happens with the other guys, I don't know. I, I think just, it's time that I think Adam Cole has has done what he can in NXT. You know, yes. Like the only the thing you're going to use Adam Cole for now is matches like he had with Pat McAfee. You know, and what you what what you'd be in the cycle of if you end up with like what's happening with Champa. Just don't call him Scrawny. You know, where do you go with Champa now? Like, if Champa won't go to the main roster, what can he do on NXT? Who's left for Champa to fight? You know, and I just, you, yeah. I'm just afraid that if he goes to like SmackDown, Vince is going to team him over Shorty G and you're going to get like Shorty and Scrawny. <laughs> I would Who worry laughs? about the. Uh... But you could see Vince McMahon being like, Scrawny A, Shorty G, yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll God. call them the weaklings. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? If that ever happens, Gio, I swear to God. We'll call them the weaklings. Money. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was overall. Or he's going to be like, it's second generation star, son of Michael Cole, Adam Cole. Like, they're going to do something horrible with him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe. I would worry about the rest of them. Like,. I love O'Reilly and Fish. I mean, you watch some of their Ring of Honor. Sorry, I'm, back in the day, I'm, but... I'm still, I'm still bitter about how they did my boy Alex Riley back in the day. All right. <laughs> ah, A Rod. <laughs> he could have been the next move. <laughs> no, he couldn't. <laughs> he could. All right, you you can have A Rod. I'll stick with my BDC. There you go. I'll allow the that dude one. Was but... like he had the. The look, like he could have been another Miz. Maybe. I just, for me, Alex <laughs> Riley is in that period of what was that guy's name that now does the checks for the concussions and stuff? The CTC, Chris Nowinski. <laughs> Nowinski. <laughs> I like Chris Nowinski. See, I did. And then there was that bit when was it? It was when Scott Steiner made his debut in it. And him and Matt Hardy were in the ring, calling the yes. crowd stupid losers. Was, and you're, was what was they called? You're, you're, you're looped or something. <laughs> yes, I was there live for that. That was a really good pay-per-view, by the way. That was in Madison Square Garden. I was there live. We got to watch, we got to watch the ending of like where they carded Triple H out on a freaking... Because mm. that was the one, uh, it had the, the Dudleys... Against um, th the three minute warning, but it and Rico at the beginning, which was a yeah, great yeah. match. Dudley's and Jeff Hardy, I think it was really good match um, to kick off that pay per view. That's a really good pay per view. Yeah. 
Was that the Survivor Series as well when Paul Heyman turned on Brock Lesnar? Yep. It's the, it was the very yeah. first Elimination Chamber, and they yep. didn't measure. They didn't measure it out right. And RVD completely smashed in Triple H's throat. Throat, yeah. My oh God, that was he, the same pay per view. He frog. That's what I was saying. Is they carted him out like right after the match was over because he like he crushed his trachea. God damn. He damn. went up for the frog splash and like you could tell it was totally like miscalculated because they've never done it off a freaking. Elimination Chamber, and he just landed right, his knee went right into his throat. Wow. Ugh. It was bad. Great pay-per-view, though. Great pay-per-view. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, I really was hyped to have Scott I, Steiner. I think I still have, there. like, confetti from when they like, dropped the confetti at the end there with Sean. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was a really good introduction to Elimination Chamber and stuff, but yeah. Was really, it was a Survivor they, Series, wasn't they it? Had Survivor Series, I think. Match. They had that good women's match. It was Trish and Victoria. They yep. the hardcore. Yep. God, that was a real... I'm, uh, I'm going to have to watch that pay-per-view. <laughs> right. Woo. Let's touch on the idiot of the week. <laughs> <laughs> In capital letters, I may actually have made it the title. I did not murder that man. <laughs> So Marty Jannetty, who confessed to basically throwing a guy in the lake or burying him or whatever it was a couple of weeks ago, has now said he didn't murder that man. It was just the beginning of a damn wrestling storyline. But where is he wrestling? Yeah, who for? Who for? He got calls and texts from Germany, Japan. One call from Canada. What was funny is in his statement, it says, I got calls, texts from Germany, Japan, Australia, England, France, Scotland, Ireland, Africa, Israel. And then he was like, and one call from Canada. <laughs> Why just one? Um, but yeah, apparently it's um, it's a storyline. I don't believe that for a minute. Uh, yeah. He's not dressed. He's not signed anywhere. No, no, he's not. Like, he's not. Um, the Columbus uh, Police Department has said that the case is still open for investigation, despite what Janetti has uh, tried to explain. But yeah, I mean, who would you start go, it for? I have my own idiot of the week, but you can go with him. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, that would definitely be him. Um, yeah. I don't know. Why, you had someone else? Hey, mine is New Jack. Oh, wow. What New Jack doing now? I didn't see nothing. Well, his son came out online and was like, listen, I'm a drag queen, and my father, New Jack, has disowned me for, like, the past 17 years because he's a drag queen. Oh. Doesn't and sound I'm like... like... right, come on, dude. It sounds like a very New Jack thing to do, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It's 2020. Again, it's the Jim Cornette guy. You know, it's, it's them guys that, like, dude, it's 2020. It's a very different world than what you guys are still living in, you know? Like, you can't disown your kids for wanting to be like that. It's just not a thing anymore. Like, for me, but you, yeah, have to, that's you have to I'm let people embrace with. what they feel. But fine. Well, they, what we'll do is we'll, we'll make a New Jack versus Marty Jannetty match. 
on 2K20. <laughs> and the winner takes the idiot of the week. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so, well, there you go. Look at that. What a pair of idiots. And that's I mean, how... they've both, they, they've both murdered people, so. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, you should try and find his, like, what he's explained because it's, it's nonsense. It's like, P.S. There is some truth in the original story. That's how you add on. And it seems all true. I was buying weed from a gay man. <laughs> oh, Mr. Janetti, man. Oh, Mr. Janetti. Someone. He's someone been on my, hook. I don't know. I showed you like. He's posting, like, the Shawn Michaels wrestling figure, giving him a Vince McMahon figure, a blowjob. Like, he's been all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And wasn't it back in the day that he confessed to the the bl- bl- blowing up the limo that McMahon was in for that storyline, too? <laughs> Did he, he say it was him? <laughs> he wishes. Oh, man. And then the next week, Vince is out there. But yeah, so Marty Janae, maybe he's not an idiot. Maybe he actually needs help. <laughs> right. That's my list. Been an eventful week. Um, it's been an eventful week, I have to say. But see what wrestling world is going to bring us next week. I can't wait. Can't wait for our little DMs of little weirdness. Um so yeah, we'll see. Right. I think that's it. We've taken up enough of your time. Much, much love. Thank yeah, you man. for understanding the 24 hours. It was Labor Day. Kids started school. But we did get to see NXT, so we managed to bring you some of that stuff. So it's actually turned out all good. Don't remember. Don't be an idiot, because we'll find you. And until then, GR, see you next week, my man. Yeah, man.